Welcome to the CFX Connections podcast. CFX aims to educate, connect, uh, and connect the people working in churches with those seeking to provide a better experience for their community. My name is Jordan Dillon, and I'll be hosting this month's podcast. I'm from Northern Indiana. I've lived here my entire life, and I work for Bethel University uh, in Indiana. I work in the Extension Studies Department, where we partner with churches across the country to develop a unique uh, discipleship community and education platform and offer uh, affordable and accredited and practical college degrees in the community, which is a pretty exciting program, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Today, we're going to be talking about how to search for the right church management system for your church with Scott Miller. Scott is the Director of Information Technology at Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. He has been in vocational ministry in the area of technology, AV, and communications for the past 22 years, and has a passion for using technology to reach people for Christ and to disciple them to their next step of faithfulness. Scott also serves on the board of the Church IT Network, a nonprofit created to encourage, educate, and build community between church technologists from around the world. He's been married to his wife, Shannon, for 22 years and has three daughters. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to be here today, excited for the conversation. So uh, just to start off with, uh, tell us a little bit about your work in ministry and a little bit about your background. Yeah, well, thank you. I, you know, I came out of a technology background, so that was what my uh, degree was in college, and then never really um, thought about what my life might look like using technology in the church. And so, you know, worked in consulting for a number of years, and then had an opportunity uh, to jump in with a church that my wife and I were a part of. So I was traveling, I was on the road all the time, uh, newly married, that wasn't a very fun lifestyle, and just had an opportunity to jump into ministry uh, uh, at that uh, first church. And so that was 22 years ago. And since then, it has been a really, really amazing journey. And so just getting to use the skills that um, the Lord's given me and just being able to leverage that uh, in the church has been really, really fun. So it's it's awesome to have a job where you believe in the mission, you know? Yeah. And so that's been a real fun part of the story. So that's awesome. Man, 22 years in, in IT and, and church ministry world, lots and lots has changed in the last 22 years. What's one thing that you think has changed the most in the last 22 years since you've been doing this? Well, listen, I mean, the thing that the thing that never changes is change, right? And so technology <laughs> is always changing. We just can't stay really ahead of it. And so, you know, but I do think the one thing that I've seen uh, over time is just how much technology has been used in the church, right? It used to be technology was sort of a thing that maybe you kind of thought about over in the corner. And now it is a major tool for how ministry happens, you know? And so we talk a lot about laying the track, you know, that the, that the trains run on and the infrastructure and all the things that make ministry happen uh, so that folks can hear the message, right? And so we certainly learned that during COVID when folks all of a sudden were at home and, you know, the only way they really got to, you know, hear, uh, you know, the message or whatever their church was providing was through technology. And so we just find, you know, man, year over year, the impact that technology has uh, and how much it's uh, in use in the church, everything from AV to communications all the way through. Right. So pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. You're right. It is ever changing. Every time I feel like I, I have a little bit of IT or technology understanding, I feel like I'm already behind the time. So yeah, you're totally right. So on to today's topic, uh, we're talking about church management system. So uh, the first thing I guess I wanted to ask is, what is a church management system? Let's just start there. Sure. 
Well, I think really a lot of folks think about church management in terms of like a database, right? It's where people's mm-hmm. information is stored and it's how we keep track of the people that call our church home, right? And and so that's part of it, but church management has really evolved over the years. And so uh, we all care about the people, uh, at least we should care about the people that, that call our church uh, home. And so whether that's an Excel spreadsheet, you know, uh, that's a, that can be a church management system. It's how you're managing that data. But a lot of the, the modern church management systems go uh, much farther than that. They're, they're a communications platform. They're a way to, you know, uh, manage the content on your website. They are information certainly about where people are serving, whether they've gone through the membership process or uh, what their kids' names and, you know, names and, and birthdays are for children's check-in. Right, so all the the kind of functions of a church um, can live inside of these church management systems, which are really just tools, right? They're really just tools to allow uh, folks that um, that are in ministry vocationally to be able to do their jobs more effectively. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, so uh, when I first when I first hear the word church management system, I think about uh, things like uh, like planning center or or something like that. We're not talking about a planning center. That's more of a project management system. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. So a lot of these systems have evolved over time. You know, planning center kind of got their start in sort of worship planning and sort of planning mm-hmm. the, the the you know what you were going to do in the service. But since then, they've grown into more of a fully featured church management system. So they're one mm-hmm. of the options out there. They now do check in. They now do some other things. So so planning center is certainly one of those. But yes, it is different from your sort of project management tools. That's not really what we're talking about here. We're really talking about uh, people management. This is data. Mm-hmm. This is this is information about um, people and their families and 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 sometimes their struggles. And mm-hmm. and so the, the things that, um, that, you know, like if you think about it, um, we've often talked about it almost like a like a hospital information system, right? We've, mm-hmm. we've talked about this almost like it's a medical system because these are people that come to us oftentimes with really, really... Um, uh, you know, some deep hurts, some, some habits, some hangups, some things that are challenges, you know, and we do want to care for them. And so the pastoral side of this is really important. So we look at that and go, man, when somebody calls me, you know, they pick up the phone and they're, they're willing to take that risk and they're going to call the church. If I can see, man, this was our last four prayer requests. These are the things that they're going through right now. This is what's happening in their marriage. This is what one of their kids is going through. That really helps us be able to better shepherd them, better care mm-hmm. for them, um, pray for them, all those things. And so um, in, in the sense of medical records, it's almost like that, right? This is a mm. way that we care very deeply for people um, who, you know, uh, are trusting us. Yeah. Yeah. So along those lines too, so we've talked about how how technology has changed vastly and even the way that churches use it has changed a lot in the last two decades, but also the way that we, right, as, as churchgoers, church members, pastors, and leaders, the way we use technology has changed a lot. So now, do you feel like people are more willing uh, to, to share some, some hurts, some needs? Are they more willing to share it in an online format versus uh, an in-person sort of more old school traditional way? Do you see that happening? Absolutely. I think folks are certainly much more willing, right? We give a lot of information to Amazon, right? They know a ton <laughs> about us. Uh, they know what we, you know, they know our preferences, they know what we like to buy. And, and so I think folks have become more willing just to share openly uh, mm. online, just kind of where they're at. And, and I think also, you know, church management systems have allowed people to not just be um, just a wall between their information and them. You know, uh, some certain church management systems allow folks to interact with their own information, mm. right? They can update their own information. We, we try to, you know, let folks give their written testimony when they go through our membership mm. process. So they can do that inside of our church management system. So folks are really, really, um, uh, open and I think willing to engage with their information that the church has. Mm. Um, so I've definitely seen that as a shift. And yeah. obviously we care, we have to care then 
a lot about security, right? We have to think mm-hmm. about that. That's the IT hat that we that we get to wear in this space is, you know, look, people are going to share information, what we would call PII or personally identifiable information, right? They're going to share that with us. And so we have to care about security. One of the things we talk about a lot is that trust is currency, right? And when folks trust us, then that is gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can't break trust. And so how we think about that information, I mean, we, we make our staff go through a, a pretty rigorous kind of process around Hey, this is important. We, you know, we we should care very deeply about this data that folks are giving us because um, this is more than data. This is a person behind it, right? And so we want to be really, really careful with it. We want to make sure we are uh, wise with that and the way we steward that information. And um, and so we make folks in honor staff sign a non disclosure, like, hey, this is not public information, right? This is not something that you would just talk about at a party, right? This is really, really important stuff, and we have to think about it that way. Yeah. No, I love that. You're you're right, and. Um, security is one of those, it's one of those pieces that we don't often think about, but it becomes really important once we feel like we don't have it anymore. So I love right. that you emphasize the importance of the security piece with the, the personal and the informational side as well. Well, that's really helpful. So we've talked about kind of what a church management system is uh, and a little bit of maybe why, but could you, could you give us maybe one or two reasons why you think a church who maybe doesn't have a church management system yet, why they would need one, or maybe one or two really obvious advantages of having that? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the most important one I think is that being able to care for folks. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we're not doing a good job as the church for caring for people, then I think we've missed the mark, right? And so we talk about, you know, man, people manage to Christ. You know, they they matter to Christ. They should matter to us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's a really really important thing, folks. You know, in our in our world, they just want to be known. We, uh, you love it when somebody calls you by name, right? <laughs> we all do, right? We all love that personal touch when somebody knows us. And, uh, and as a church, especially as churches get bigger, that can go away. You can lose that personal touch, right? All of a sudden, you don't feel like folks know you. You don't feel known. Um, and, and then you don't really feel as connected to the church. And I think that is sort of that, that step uh, that folks unfortunately take, and they're, they're kind of working their way out the back door, right? So I think, you know, the one thing you want to do is just make sure you, you have that information that you can use to care for people. And then secondly, you know, there's a lot of features and functions of the church that we sometimes work a little bit too hard at, right? Things we're mm-hmm. doing manually, things that we are spending a lot of time doing, whether that's check-in rosters for kids or whether that's keeping a list of who's gone through a membership process. And, and so I think we can spend a lot of time sort of um, the, the old school way of doing things when we have systems and tools that are in, in these church management systems that allow us to be way more efficient and effective in our jobs. So sometimes, you know, not having to work the hard way, but having a system that will do a lot of those things for you without mm-hmm. you having to necessarily do the work manually. And so I think those are maybe two good reasons. Yeah. And then, you know, I think the last thing I would just say is that, um, you know, it really is important for a church to to make good decisions when it comes to what they care about. Mm-hmm. And so it's, for if nothing else, really having a church management system forces you um, to take a good look at, hey, what are the things as a church that we care about? What are we passionate about? What is, what's the kind of information about people that is valuable to us? Because if we want to take people and move them into the next step of faithfulness, right? Whether that's yeah. a serving opportunity or whether that's just, man, they, they, don't need, they don't have a relationship with Christ. And so, man, we really want that. You know, we want to pursue them in that way. You know, um, it's really important that we um, have the right tools to do that. 
Yeah. So to push to push on that a little bit further ahead, you talked about helping churches really uh, define or refine what their values are, what's important. Um, so would you say that using a church management system almost helps you clarify that and stick to that? Like, I mean, it kind of almost puts up some some you know some intentional guardrails on that to help you stay on mission. Is that is that fair to say that? I, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think it allows you. To, to be, you know, or sort of forces you to stop and ask some really good questions, right? I've got to figure out what's important to us. I think one of the things that I see churches do from a mistake, you know, as a mistake is they look at, you know, a church down the street that's using a certain church management system and they think, well, we should just use that too. Mm-hmm. And so they make a decision based on what somebody else is doing, but that may not be the right fit for you. So you might make a decision uh, based on someone else's criteria. And so I see that kind of all, you know over and over and over. Uh, a church will make a decision about a church management system, and then they'll get in there. They'll do all the hard work of getting all that data in there, and they'll realize it's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll just switch to another one because it's bright and shiny. And and look, I've been in in IT for a long time. We've all seen the sales pitches, right? They always look really, really good, yep. you know. And I think it's very easy to see something in a demo and get swayed, like, hey, that's going to be the right answer for us. Um, that's going to make every, all of our problems go away. And so oftentimes it just, just really doesn't happen, right? And so I think stopping and saying, hey, what's important to us? You know, what really value, you know, what do we value? What is the information we care about? And then let's go look at a church management system that meets those needs, not the other way around. Mm, yeah, no, that's really good. So that kind of leads us into the next question then, uh, which is if I'm if I'm a pastor, if I'm a church uh, and, I'm, and I say, hey, well, I, I think we do need a church management system. How do I figure out the right system for my church? Well, you, you start by asking a lot of questions, you know? <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that's the hard part. And again, I, I think it's really important. I mean, I think you have to do the, the hard work up front. And so this comes down to a lot of things. Hey, what does my staff look like? You know, mm. what kind of technical capacity do I have or not have? Do I have volunteers? Do I have, you know, staff members that are, that are technically minded who might be able to do certain things? Uh, and that might allow me to take on certain church management systems, or it might keep me from using certain choices, depending on hmm. what, what is my staff makeup? You know, what's the demographic of my staff? Are we young and tech savvy and whatever, or, or, or are we not? And that's okay. You know? And so I think you have to ask a lot of questions. And then I do think it's wise, even though I, I just said, it sounds like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, even though I just <laughs> said, you don't, you don't want to pick a church management system because a church down the street chose it. But I think it's often really, really wise to go, Hey, talk to me about why you made that decision. Talk to me yeah. about how you made that choice. How has your experience been? You know, what does support look like when things don't go well? You know, how, uh, how has your experience been so far? Would you do things differently? I think it's always great to ask questions of other churches that have made certain decisions and, and kind of find out why they did. But yeah, it's really, really critical. You've just got to do your own research. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of great companies out there. Don't get swayed by the demos, you know, but ask really, really good questions. And I think you've just got to go in knowing what's important to you. You know, yeah. um, there are some great, there are some great partners out there in ministry that are, they're creating great products, right? So there's a lot of products out there of, uh, that really fit churches of all different sizes. And some of those companies have been around for many, 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 many years, right? And their products have evolved over lots of years and, and have gotten better and have changed and kind of kept up with the times, you know, and I'm sure there's some systems out there that have not, that have not kept up and are, mm-hmm. are kind of languishing. And, and so you just have to really be thoughtful. Um, and, and ask questions. Yeah, no, that's good. So is there, is there really, in your experience, is there really a threshold for maybe a size of a church where you, you hit where they hit it and they say, all right, now we're this size, we really need to employ this. Or do you kind of think no matter the size, there's really a lot of benefits 
to having some type of management system? Yeah, I listen, I think no matter the size, I okay. think, you know, I, even if you're just starting out, as a matter of fact, uh, some of the, you know, uh, the church management systems out there have offered for church plants, uh, hey, you can mm. use our product for free. Right wow. for for a number of years as you're getting going until you reach a certain size, you know, regular attenders or however they measure, uh, you're you're welcome to use our product for free, right? And so I think obviously there's a way they they kind of you know rope you in that way, and that's that's okay, <laughs> you know. But listen, it's not a it doesn't always have to be a cost prohibitive thing. And if you're going to do work anyway, which you are, you're going to do it in Excel or you're going to do it somewhere, yeah. you know, why not use a system that is geared to really help you be more effective? And so uh, yeah, I would say churches of any size. And then as you get bigger, right, as your church gets larger and more complex and you've got all these ministries and you're trying to do all these things, then, you know, yeah, you may have to make a change, right? It may need, you may outgrow your church management system and that's okay. That's okay. Not all products are made for all size churches. And so I think it can be a natural sort of jump from one to the other. And and I think that's, there's no problem with that. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't want to start too big. You don't want to start too small. um, But I think you got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's interesting. It seems like, too, even if you started with the management system as a smaller church, as you grow and expand and have more ministries or more staff or or more budget, whatever it is, it does seem like the management system would help keep a lot of that more organized rather than growing and then having to retrofit it all into the management system. Does that seem right? Absolutely. Yeah, you could absolutely outgrow your ability to manage the data you have. Yeah. And so if you haven't been thoughtful about it up front, you can pretty quickly get overwhelmed. And then you realize, hey, I really am. I'm way more uh, or way less effective than I could be. I may, you know, spending way too much time doing things the hard way. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And, you know, I know there are uh, the majority of churches in the U.S. are around or less than 100 people. And so those kinds of contexts, right, um, those pastors have to really maximize their time because they're only one or two staff members in lots right, of those right. churches. And so, yeah, the more you can get done and the more a, a management system could help you free you up to do some of the hands-on ministry work, that's obviously a good thing for everybody. So, Right. I mean, just, th- just thinking of something really simple, when you said that, uh, these pastors that are doing all these jobs, I mean, yeah. look, if you're, if you're pastoring, you know, a flock of 100 people, how cool would it be to get a reminder in your inbox when somebody has a birthday. Yeah. Like, do you think that matters? Do you think that matters to that person? If you pick up the phone and you call them and say, Hey man, I just want to wish you a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not something that you should have to remember to do or have to make a hundred calendar entries. Right. That's something a church management system could do for you. And so I, I think again, just to drive that point home, like the smaller your church is, maybe the more important it is that you have those mm-hmm. touch points because there's an expectation that you're known right yep. in a small church. And, uh, and I don't know about you, but for me, you know, you get past a pretty small number of names and it starts to get really hard, right? So even if you're at a hundred, right, that might be a challenge. So I think it's really important. Yeah, no, that's great. All right. So getting into a little bit of the more specifics, what are a couple of the the programs that are available and what would be a wise maybe guideline for churches as they budget for an item like this, Uh, right? Again, one that fits their size and their context appropriately. So yeah, maybe talk to those two points for a minute. Sure. There's, I mean, there's a wide spectrum, right? And and most of these church management systems uh, do their cost based on sort of your average weekend attendance or something like that. So it really okay. does scale. And okay. so, I, you know, again, uh, you know, if you're a small church, it's going to be uh, maybe, you know, less cost prohibitive for you to get into that. And then as you grow, that number will go up. There, there's some great products out there. Now, obviously my experience has been more on the larger side. So there's, there's some open source ones out there. Rock is what we use. So rock RMS. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, over the years, I mean, Shelby systems has had them ACS, you know, um, man, there's the, you know, uh, ministry platform. There, there's a bunch of these larger uh, systems out there uh, that have been uh, 
longstanding traditional, you know, uh, CCB, um, you know, there's just a bunch that are, that are kind of in that space. And you can Google search church management system and you'll get a list of names, you know, <laughs> uh, church teams. There's some others, right? So, so, but I think what you'll find is that, you know, you're, you're going to kind of have some feature sets that will be different between each one. And then you'll have some costs that are different between each one. Uh, some of those are hosted. Some of those are self-hosted, right? So, mm. so that that's a question that I think you need to answer. Like, do we want to, do we have a server that we can put this on and run it in-house? Do we even want to mess with that? You mm. know, yeah. maybe we don't, you know, so um, so again, back to the questions of what does my staff look like? What kind of you know capacity do I have to run certain things? Those are all just important decisions. And like I said, the cost varies. Um, but you can you know you can get in some of the smaller ones where you're paying very very little, or maybe it's even free. Right? Yeah. So wow. kind of at that at that free tier. So I really don't think cost should be a reason why a church should say, hey, we don't need a church management system. I think you could absolutely find something out there that would uh, meet your budget, even if your budget's zero. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really helpful to know that there's such a spectrum. Well, and, and like you said too, you know, when you, if you were to tally up all the hours, it would take individual people to do all this, you know, data collection and like reminders and all this, I would imagine that it should pay, pay for itself in a pretty short amount of time, even if it does cost you some money to get Absolutely. it going. Yeah. Well, one, one story, you know, and again, we've, we've got a bunch of ministries we're managing and kind of some of the chaos of that, you know, but we actually tracked that early on when mm-hmm. we moved into our, our you know, the, the church management system that we're on now and the development, the time we were spending, uh, you know, automating some of these processes. And I think we we looked at it was almost a thousand hours of our time that we had invested wow. in the system. But the manual amount of time that our staff staff was spending was closer to 10,000 hours. Wow. Right. So so we spent a thousand hours of work to save 10,000 hours of work. I mean, that 10 to one return, you'll you'll take that any time. Right. Yeah. If you can save that amount of time uh, by investing and kind of working smarter and not harder, um, it's amazing. You know the amount of things you can get done uh, more effectively. So yeah, no, uh, that's a really great uh, backstory from your own experience, and I love that you that you actually took the time to collect that data and and do the research, right? To say, hey, is yeah. this actually being effective? And uh, was that was that actually being more effective than you'd anticipated it to be? Absolutely. I mean, we just yeah. had to ask the questions, and and this is where when I said do your research. You know, we had no idea, some of our ministries, how much time it was taking them to do very simple tasks, mm, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Manually, that, that computers are very good at. They're mm-hmm. very good at. They, they can do math really well, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes as humans, we don't, you know? And yep. so but the time we were spending on, on uh, repetitive tasks and things like that, that we could absolutely do uh, much more uh, effectively uh, and efficiently, yeah. we we it was it was actually eye opening for us. We didn't realize mm. how much time we were spending doing certain things. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And I bet a lot of us don't realize how much time we spend doing specific things right. like that. No matter what our job is, right? No, right. that's awesome. So the last question I have here is: um, we talked the other day a little bit about some of these things, and just thinking about um, helping uh, churches in the digital space and the digital age connecting with people, realizing there's a person behind all of the information and all that. Do you have any specific stories that maybe come to mind about how a church management system has allowed you to pastor or to shepherd or to care for somebody in a way that maybe uh, it wouldn't have if you didn't have that system in place? Is it any story uh, come to mind? Oh man, now, I, I could we could spend all day, right? I okay. could tell you all kinds of. Stories. Just give you me know, the best. I, I, give me the yeah, best one. So, well, listen, I, I think it's amazing. I think 
you know, we have been uh, fortunate to have um, all kinds of, you know, we, we talk about, you read the stories, you know, in, in, in the gospels about the garrison demoniac, right? These, these mm-hmm. people that walk in your door, you know, this man is out of his mind. And, and we see those kinds of folks walking in our door, right? That mm-hmm. are coming from all sorts of background, whether that's deep drug addiction, whether that is, you know, um, I mean, we've, we've had folks that were really, really deep in prostitution that have walked wow. in our door, right? And have said, hey, I need to get help. Right. Mm. And, and so, you know, the notes that we are tracking these people and kind of walking with, with them through their story and who they met with and how did that conversation go and what's their next step and who's going to follow up with them. Uh, we, you know, we talk about every week, Hey, if you come or you watch online and you, you know, fill out a, you know, a form and let us know who you are, we will follow up with you this week. And we do, we have a process in place that everybody who says they want to be followed up with gets followed up with by Wednesday of that wow. week, because, you know, look, we want people to know that, Hey, you're here. You took a chance. You walked in these doors or you tuned in online and, uh, and we want you to know that we care about you. And so yeah. we have seen, you know, folks who've come in with all kinds of deep, uh, you know, um, addictions and all sorts of things that, um, ultimately, it wasn't because of us, right? But but because they met Christ, yeah. and because of that, you know, people were faithful to follow up with them. Hey, will you meet me and have a cup of coffee? Hey, can I take you to lunch? You know, and then just got to introduce them to Jesus. And I think yeah. that kind of thing, because um, we were helping, kind of, and again, it's not about the data; it's about the person. Mm-hmm. But because that data helped us know where somebody was in the process and kind of who they had talked to and what their story was, you know, it just allowed us to engage with them. And uh, yeah. and I think that's what we're all about, right? Yeah, no, I love that. And I, one of the things I love the most about what you just said is that that ability to follow up with, you know, with intentionality and, and you know, right, that's that's what the discipleship path looks like, right, is helping each other in, in the context of community say, hey, what are our next steps, like you said, towards faithfulness or towards recovery or towards healing? Um, but but yeah, help, having a system to help coordinate and, and even streamline that, man, um, is a really powerful tool for churches in their pastoral work, even if the technology is kind of behind it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Well, this has been great. Anything else you want to share? Anything that's just a burning thing you want to share about church management systems? Uh, no, I, you know, I don't think so, but I do think okay. that it's important. And I, and I think we do want to be uh, people that care deeply about people. And so, you know, when we care about people, we, we want to know all about who they are and we want to be able to disciple them. We want to be able to, like you said, you know, call them to that next step of faithfulness and really, really spur them on to love and good deeds, right? That's what we're supposed to be and encourage them, right? So what scripture calls us to encourage each other day after day, as long as it's called today, so that none of us are hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, right? That's what we're called to do. And so listen, if we're not doing that well, um, you know, then there are tools that will help us do it better. And so uh, it's something I'm passionate about. It's why I do what I do. And uh, it's why I've done it for as many years as I have, because I love the mission we get to be on. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for the time and for sharing your wisdom and your experience and your stories um, and for encouraging other churches that that they can in, in, include some of these systems to help them be more effective in their ministry and in their mission. If anybody wants to connect with you further about any of this, what's the best way that they can reach you? Well, you can always, you know, I'm, I'm on the website at water, uh, watermark.org. You can find my information there, or you can always reach me by email, uh, smiller at watermark.org. But love to hear from you. If there's anything I can do to serve you, man, I am passionate about, you know, serving the local church. So if there's any questions I can answer or just point you in the right direction or, or whatever, I'd love to do it. Yeah. Well, and we love your passion for it. Uh, and thanks to you uh, and to everyone else who's going to listen to the podcast today. Uh, make sure you share this podcast with others who might find it helpful in their context. Check back next month and listen in on the Duke DeJong and Van Mechke talk about lighting design tips for beginners. Subscribe now and listen then. Thanks a lot. Have a great week.